Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. Um, I think we're on episode 115. Yeah, 115. I don't know how I always forget it. I'm the one who uploads the episodes and writes all the stuff, but yeah. I was wondering if we have to say what episode it is because by the time they clicked on it, they know what episode it is. I mean, you would... Yeah, true, but you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did you did you smoke? Like, that is very profound. <laughs> but I mean, you know, just in case, you know, somebody went and they were listening... So, like, uh, they weren't looking for an old episode and then, you know, it hopped to another episode, you know? Also, Masker, just to give them a little heads up. Hey, you're on episode 115 now. Heads up. <laughs> kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, how was the week, guys? Roller coaster. Like, really? Okay. Six flags. <laughs> Talk to me. What happened? Just I think I, I think I'm still in the, you know, the part where they have you upside down. Like I think I still am. I'm on that part still. Okay. <laughs> you had a rough week. <laughs> Danny, was it the same for you? Was it rough or was it like you know just? It, the week was just hectic. Like it was unbelievably hectic. Supposed to be working from home, got called in, and from then it just snowballed to just say. Uh, Every wow, day, wow. doing something. Yeah, it's been it's been a hectic week. <laughs> it really does be like that. Like when it rains, like it pours. Like when once you see it start, it's always a snowball effect. It's never just like just one thing and then smooth sailing. It's just out of hand. Yep. But, yeah, <laughs> it was it do. was out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week was uneventful, to be honest. Honestly, just I'm close to getting back on days because you know, since we're doing the whole shift system, it's like every four months we're going to be swapping four months, every four months, I think. So soon I'll be back on days. So you know, probably have to deal with people. It is what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we got fine, man. Just just watching the madness going on in the world. And it's a lot of madness. Um, like I was seeing, I mean, I I heard about it before, and it's only it's it's last night. Like I saw some other stuff when Anushka pointed it out. Like people were saying, like people were lining up for gas in the UK, and I remember. So I play um, Apex Legends with a, a a friend, a girl um, in in the uk and she's telling me like yeah like they have shortages on stuff and it's because of brexit because like they don't have drivers to drive the stuff around i was like <laughs> what what you mean what you mean by that like you have like a chicken wing shortage like the u.s had. she's like it's worse she's like like nando's had shortages mcdonald's in the uk had shortages and it was basically like because of brexit a lot of people like left the uk a lot of those drivers so like this supply chain have like a serious issue right now because like people say like you know brexit they ensure about like you know living and working in the uk and that kind of stuff so they left so 
And, they, and this happens right often, now. right? Because in America, it was the same thing. Um, I forget how long ago, but basically the farms didn't have enough yeah. people to work them and the factories didn't have enough people to work them. Like people always saying like, we don't want them to check our jobs. But the jobs majority of immigrants <laughs> of them have checking. are the jobs that they don't want to work when they become available. So like, <laughs> you just don't right? want to see people succeed. Like that's what it is. You don't want to see anybody <laughs> that is not American have any work. Right? It's like, it, I don't want it, but you can't have it. Either. You can't have it either, yeah. And in, in the UK, the same thing. I don't want to drive a bus or a truck, but I don't, but I don't want, want my bus driver or truck driver to be anybody but a British national. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the British nationals don't want to do that. So, yeah. <sighs> no, I don't know. It baffles the mind. Like, I was I was watching, I was like, yo, like, like you're seriously telling me I don't have enough people to drive trucks. So now they're apparently like trying to expedite like visas for people who want to come, qualified truck drivers who want to come and work. I'm like, but dog, you had them there before. Exactly. It's just like <laughs> you don't make it sense. You had them, you drive them away, and now you try to attract others. Like I, I think the issue is politicians hear people, they make promises. But nobody thinks about down the line. Like, yeah, we're going to push all these immigrants out of our country. And then nobody thinks, yeah, but wait, what was the what, what was the, the benefit? Yeah. To me, there was a benefit to having these guys here. We're missing something. No, nobody thinks about that. Nah. They might have no foresight. There is no use. All. We can do everything they can do, but better, you know, we don't need them. Let's Let's carry on just ourselves in our little country. We don't need these people. Many of them forgetting that they were immigrants to this country themselves yeah. in they, the process. They might have no foresight. Like, like what? See the future? Even think about it? That's like a foreign concept to them, man. It, I don't know. So, yeah, the UK going through that right now. Wild. Crazy. I think another um, big thing just kind of on the topic of immigration this past week was the kind of update or what was happening with the Haitian immigrants Oy. at the Texas border. I was going to say that for last, but we here. Let's, so well, let's talk about it. I mean, you're it. talking about immigration stuff, right? And I don't know, just like seeing that picture of the fella riding the horse with like, a, was it a whip or what? It's so, so head ahead. They claim it was the reins of the horse. But that was a whip talk. Let's let's be serious. Like I saw that and I was like racism immediately. Well, it <laughs> felt like it was something that should have been from the a history like, book. 1800s or that something, was something right? you would I, see in a history I book. I was though. telling someone, put that black and white. Right. right. <laughs> and then put put yeah. the person in like cloth tattered clothes. And you don't know if that's Bruh. you know, twenty twenty one. Or 1421 or 1521 or 1621. So they had the people on the edge in this border, like makeup town, that mm -hmm. in this town. On the edge of it, they have this little like camp they make up for the people. But there wasn't enough food and water. So some of the people left and went into Mexico to get food and water. And the fellas trying to come back over. They have to cross a river. And them fellas on the edge of the river, they're trying to keep them out. Go back. Go back over. 
to the point, and it was messed up. The Mexican people themselves, the government, the, the people on the border, what they did, there's a dam up the stream from that river. You know, they opened the dam, basically raising the level of the water in the river, making it harder for the people to cross. Should flood all their farms. That shit was... Well, the, I, and you know as well, like, these um, Haitians came all the way from Chile and... Them fellas crossed, them fellas passed a thing through a, some canal. I forget the name of it, but they say it's notorious for, like, rape and murder. But, like, y'all see how far Chile is, like... The, it's not close. It's not close. At all. At right, all, at like, all. what? You, you have the I town... I mean, even all of those Central American countries that you have to go through that having, like, all kinds of... You know, gang wars and danger and and you make it through that to but, reach there. But that's the thing, right? It's like the thing that baffles me about what you're saying about the dam stuff is you have the caravans of other Hispanic people who come through. You that's know, what I was about to say. But you're going through the same thing as Mexicans trying to make it into the US. Not Mexican, but, but any, any from, of them. All of yeah. you are going through the same thing. From, from Chile. From Chile to Texas is about 5,000 miles. Dog, a lot of miles. Like, because Chile is in up. the southern west of South America. So you have yeah, to... it goes all the way to the... Tips, what I no? heard so you I have to reach to the top of South America. Then you have exactly. to pass Central America. You yeah. literally have to cross the Panama Canal. Well, and the thing with the thing with um the whole, like, deporting them back to Haiti thing... People were put on a plane and they didn't know that's what was happening. In, so in overnight, they cleared out the entire camp because what happened was we saw the picture, we saw the outrage and whatnot, and then the next day some people went there to look for the people and the camp was empty. Mm. They are taking all those but people, even, put them on planes, and ship them back. Even and the the shipping, like the deportation, because I don't want to use ship. <laughs> yeah, you're um, right. You're even right. the deportation was like inhumane because they dropped the people in um on like in Port-au-Prince and all their belongings in plastic bags on the ground. Just they have to see day. through. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't know, but it just feels like the world has very little humanity left. Well, Adani, here's the thing, and, and here's what bothers me, eh? because we've seen that happening. But then we've seen how quickly they spring up immigration things to take in refugees from Afghanistan. Yeah, which was their fault. You see how that makes no sense to me? But the thing is, On you, one you, hand, you realize how no one wants to take responsibility for their part in Haiti? Zero. No one. At all. No one. So, But, but no, guys, listen, listen to what I say. Eh? The people had natural stuff happened to them in Haiti, then they have all this, you know, distress and all this unrest going on. They're trying to get in, you know, seek some refuge. You send them, you turn them away. You go into Afghanistan, you you cause all the unrest, everything, all of that. So I don't know, maybe it's because they feel guilty for what they do in Afghanistan, but they quickly spring up little centers and, and a system to be able to take in Afghanistan, Af People from Afghanistan as refugees. That I re I, I remember know. all those Afghanis on the C seventeen in the in the plane, like all of them yeah. in the plane. And to me, the treatment was not that bad, <laughs> like you know, in comparison. So I don't know if it's because it is so close, or I maybe it's their skin color. I don't know, but. 
I don't know. I see like a, a dichotomy there. Like, how can you take in one country's um refugees, right? Because no, 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 yeah, like well, I, I, I know Haiti hasn't been a product of a large scale conflict like Afghanistan and the Middle East, but from the time they became independent, the larger nations have been abusing Haiti mm. nonstop. Right, that's France. That's so Great that, Britain. Yeah, we can go into the, the details <laughs> from the like New York Caribbean post that we shared earlier. Well, year. and it's not only that alone. Eh? The first had that earthquake that happened, and from then, then people have been begging for help, begging for help, and no one wants to help. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else I was gonna say, boy? Um. Their president oh. got assassinated. The the th- other thing I was going to say is um, um, Kamala Harris was getting a lot of um, flack for it as well because there was some clip of her saying, do not come, do not come, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And they juxtaposed that with a clip from before she got elected, you know, that was saying... You know, like we understand, you know, like kind There's of thing. thing. So it's like they, they shared it online. I was like, before the election, after the election. But what you should I expect? I'm not surprised. You see, them politicians, they go say anything to get in. And once my, you see the in, they backtracking everything quick, fast. My thing is are. that, right? America as a country, physically sized, is so large. They were showing a map. I forgot the name of it, but it was a topographical map showing the places where nobody is staying. And the majority of America is unlived in. (laughs) Like, it's really unlived in. Right? Now, I'm not saying that you cannot have a process in which you want to uphold people coming there. But it cannot just be like you swinging things per country, like, you know, Haiti gets this, Cuba gets that, Afghanistan gets that, right? Have a proper process to allow these people in to benefit your country. When you you have these people there and they're working hard, that's the people that pay in their tax. That's the people that not on food stamps. That's the people that paying for everything. They're working six, seven jobs, right? They are made, they're on the farm, they're cleaning, they're sat in there, um landscape um business they start in there there's clothes making business like that's the people that really are the backbone of america like no, when you really think of it these people cause america to function okay like <laughs> but no let me put it in perspective as you say it eh, danny when you look at the size of haiti with the size of the u.s let's just take texas texas is about two hundred and sixty-eight thousand square miles Haiti is 10,000 square miles. You can fit Haiti in Texas 26 times and still have leftover room, eh? I want you to know that. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me you can't make space for these people? You turn all these people away? People begging you for help. They tell you, boy, things bad in my country. I can't eat. Out in the, the streets killing us, your kind of thing. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's the same. It's, the, it's a... It's a similar thing they've done with the the 
the Hispanic people come in for in, in terms of turning them away, but it's the inhumane it's the way they treatment. It. It's the it's the how. You know, it's you know, it's not that just the fact that they're not letting them in. It's like almost as if you know, like they lesser, you know, humans or or or, the, so or a plague. You all know they what listen I mean? to tell the people is mash yeah. when they reach. Yeah, I do mash and kick them like they're a stray dog. And not even stray dogs you treat that way. I do want to share some of the things in this post from um, New York Caribbean that was shared this week. That okay. was six ways Haiti helped the USA. Right? <laughs> I read First that. This one was during the late 1700s, Haiti was the richest colony in the world, making more money than the entire Spanish Empire. When the USA was battling against the English during their revolution, France, after making their wealth off of Haiti, gave $9 billion to the USA in assistance. This money was instrumental in winning the war. Without Haitian money, there would have been no U.S. independence. Right? Um, that's, <laughs> that's major, right? Yeah, um, so- sounds major. <laughs> they will write history to say it never happened. So, well, they don't teach this, yeah, right? In the they first place, yes. So, no need to rewrite it because they don't actually yeah, teach it. Just erase so it. Here's another one. France used Haiti as a transient point to send military aid to America during its Revolutionary War in support of the American Patriot cause. The gunpowder used in the famous U.S. Battle of Saratoga came from Haiti. Haiti sent over 500 men of color to fight in the American Patriot cause in Savannah, Georgia, including children as young as 12 years old. One of the children was the future leader of Haiti, Henry Christophe. When the Haitian Revolution happened, Napoleon losing the world's richest colony to formerly enslaved Africans was desperate for money. With this loss and his desperation to fund his conquest in Europe, he sold 530 million acres of land to America for money. These acres of land make up what we know as the states of Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Montana. Without the Haitian Revolution, these areas would have stayed belonging to France, right? So y'all remember, this is yep. like the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, Louisiana Purchase, yeah, I remember that. Um, during the heights of the American Civil War and the fight to keep slavery alive in the USA, Haiti offered free passage, land, and citizenship to African Americans who could make it to the ships for Haiti in New Orleans. After the Haitian Revolution, France forced Haiti to pay them, you remember this, right? Yeah. $21 into days' money for their freedom from enslavement. Over the decades, the U.S. became an appointed debt collector for France, accruing millions in fees. The USA took control over Haiti's gold reserve. They seized control of Haiti's customs houses, administrative institutions, banks, and the National Treasury, with the United States using a total of 40% of Haiti's national income to repay debts 
to American and French banks for 20 years. Under U.S. government control, a total of 40% of Haiti's national income was designated to repay debts to American and French banks. So it's like... All, you've, all I've heard is tick, tick, we take in, we take in, we take in. You know, take and in. that's the thing, right? It's like, I don't know, years ago when I was younger and stuff and, you know, people talking, you know, the first times I heard reparations, reparations, like, I didn't really understand. But when you read stuff like that. And you hear how much was taken? The thing is, it's like, it's like slavery and colonialism, um, you know, never ended, right? It's just squeezing and plundering you know everything you can out of somewhere it's right take as much as we can from you and discard you aside when you have nothing else for us yeah and I, I think we brought this up in some previous podcast probably when we were talking about the president and assassination and stuff and we feel like Haiti can't get a break but it's like it has been intentionally designed you know for them to not get a break right yeah. um and I mean, that's why Haitians, you would say, are some of the most like resilient people because they have to, you know, like go above and beyond, you know, just to, you know, make that's it. When you hear men trek through Chile to make <laughs> I saw. that, don't tell you how determined and resilient these people are. Well, and the thing is, they made it to Chile in the first place, and I, I don't know how true this is, um, or what the. I don't know. I don't have backing behind it. But um, they're saying that they ended up coming to Mexico or whatever because of um, fake news or whatever. Like, um, like you know, information that was saying that the U.S. was going to yes. open up and it's, allow... It's not... It, it, what you're saying is true. Um, okay. What they were... I had the article. Or misinformation know. or whatever. Like the same thing we were it was talking about last heard, week. Yeah, I, I find it... And, and post it in there. But what I heard was it is they were misinformed about something that Biden had said, apparently, and they came based off of that. And apparently it doesn't apply to them. Uh, it made a, a lot of them are ineligible basically to get their refugee status. Mm. It applies to another subset of them. It, it's, it's a strange thing. I'll, I'll have to find it. But yeah, like to see you reach their boy. You do that trick, <laughs> and a man on a horse trying to. Win. <laughs> I don't want to lie, me say I laughing, but it's because it this just saying this shit just sounds so wild to me. Like that is crazy, and and what Biden say? Oh, that's unacceptable. We, that that looks so bad for us. The the agents will be dealt with. They've been put on administrative duty, but and and it's like at this point, I tired of hearing people on administrative duty because nothing ever happens to them. Let me tell you something. I would have thrown that horse down there. Eh? Him and the horse would have fallen down, and I would have beaten. I am I am of a firm stance now, and I know people may say, "Yo, that's a little radical, that's a little like you know, violent." But like, when you see people doing things like that, you just have to punch them in the face. That that's because it's like at this point you can't tell somebody you don't see that was wrong, and expect to get any reasoning from them. You just have to punch them in 
the face. End of story. So, um, what else happened this week? What else happened? Hang on, let me pull up my my articles because I had a couple of them there. So apparently this week there were there was a a protest in Jamaica. Um, several members of the opposition party in Jamaica were arrested on Wednesday after staging a protest against mandatory vaccination in the island. That was Anushka sneezing. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, they arrested some people in Jamaica, opposition party people. They were, you know, against it. Um, according to a report by the Caribbean News Weekly, Jamaican police clashed with the protesters from the United Independence Congress who marched from St. William Grand Park to the Gordon House of the Parliament of Jamaica. So the police had warned them against you know protesting but they still went to do that um the protesters were demanding all 63 members of parliament to resign by the way so there's that um, i see they, they didn't have really they didn't have a lot a, a lot of demands did they, they you know just... <laughs> they were against the vaccine and they wanted all 60 all all the members to resign so oh i so, what the, these protesters were parliamentarians themselves, or they were no. they were members of the opposition party? Oh, oh, they are members of yeah. the oppo- okay, yeah. yeah, members of the opposition party. Me see, that makes sense. <laughs> the funny thing is, you come into power and then, yeah, well, we we have to look into mandatory vaccinations because things are getting out of hand. Like, I think everybody needs to stop making this so, like, you know, political. Because the main when organizer, decisions have to be made, they have to be made. But listen to this, Missy. The main organizer of the protest was the leader of the party, Joseph L. Patterson. Uh-huh. And he, f- <laughs> and he <laughs> failed to show a permit to hold the protest. <laughs> I, I, I can't make like an army up, general. David L. Patterson. <laughs> yeah, though, no, I can't make this shit up. I tell you what it is. Um... Also, I saw um, Mia Motley was saying she is not supporting mandatory vaccines. Okay? She let you all know that that's a stance. She's supporting it. I feel like she... Not that she's wrong, eh? All right. Because I'm <laughs> honestly conflicted on it. But I feel like she's in a very good position to say that because Barbados yes. has one of the highest vaccination rates in the Caribbean. Yeah. You saw yeah. that they move, they, they shift their curfew from 6 p.m., to 9 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, because they, I think they vaccinated something like 10,000 people this week. Yeah, I think they're said, getting closer to the 70% that they want. People so. making progress. And yeah. that's what she said, you know, like, of course, they're never going to be able to get everybody vaccinated. So you cannot have a mandate for it. But, um, you know, to not infringe on people's religious rights or like sitting hill stuff and whatever. But, um, she's gonna push to encourage and educate and sensitize people Mm -hmm. about it right which i think is a decent approach but you all know we are um you know we we're part of the mia motley fan club yeah yeah uh, yeah. we like what that lady doing she she moving uh, uh, real Um, progressive there so i I like that and i i I agree for but i like i 
I feel like in the other islands, like we really haven't done enough it, to insensitize it, 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 the vaccine. Like we yeah. haven't done enough yeah. to Health like, promotion. like before, before yeah. starting in like, okay, nobody's taking the vaccine. Let's make it mandatory. Like there haven't been enough education. There hasn't right. been enough yep. um, incentivization. Like, you know, like by now, right. I'm not telling anybody you have to go and get vaccinated. It's your personal choice. Mm-hmm. But I'm not making life easy for you either. Right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, you you have to be in by a certain time. You cannot um, go places, right? You cannot go and have dining service. You cannot go and have eat, um, watch a movie. You cannot do various things in public because you are a danger to the general populace. Exactly. Now, vaccinated people together in one room can do these things, but you, an unvaccinated person, you need to go to your home, right? You need to work from home if possible, and you just need to stay home and stay safe and build your your immunity if you, that's what you wish to do. But we do not <laughs> have do to facilitate you. Yeah, exactly. We do not have to facilitate you in the general running of the country, right? So, yeah. stay at your home, be unvaccinated if you wish, but let the people who are vaccinated carry on with their lives. I, Danny, I agree with you on that one. Hundred eh? percent there. Now, if you decide it's not worth it to stay home and watch YouTube videos about um, fake vaccination stories, and you want to get vaccinated, then come over to the other side, get vaccinated, and we go By from all there. means, here's the, go to, here's the, the nearest vaccination um, center, go get vaccinated, and, you know, be free to I, frolic in the world. I noticed something, and With once... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I noticed something, and once there are a lot of people who have these air quote, vaccination, anti-vaccination ideals, right? Mm-hmm. But I notice once their money starts getting Start affected, yeah, everybody suddenly is not that serious a deal. It's like mm-hmm. the it's not that serious. If I die, if I die, I die suddenly. But you know, I I need to travel. One, okay. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to work and make money so I can enjoy myself too. And I want to be outside free. Uh, like once once these things start getting affected, and Worse yet, if they are the only ones affected, oh, if everybody affected, it's easier for them to say, you see, we're all behind thing. They should let yeah, us go. Yeah, it's essentially FOMO, right? Yeah. yeah. But if they're the only ones being affected and inconvenienced, suddenly, they, whatever ideas they had, the hundred videos the they were sharing in WhatsApp to the aunties, suddenly it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not that serious anymore, guys. Missy, Let's just get vaccinated, you know? Missy, so I if it wasn't you. that serious, you know, why it had to come to that? <laughs> I tell you all, if they want people to get vaccinated, look at the solution there for Sinusha, for example. Tell them they can have carnival. But for you to jump in a ban, you must show your vaccination card. I guarantee you, you go see a bunch of people get vaccinated. But, you know, people want to waste time. They don't want to do it. So here we are. Um... I know, I know for a fact, right? If, because I believe, I was told, eh, don't quote me on this, that the state of emergency ends September 30th. And uh-huh. from that point, rumor has it that they will be separating vaccinated and unvaccinated protocols. That's rumor. Don't quote me on that, right? Okay. But I know for a fact, right? 
if you say vaccinated people can go cinema, can stay out um ah, to eleven o'clock, okay. can go to a bar, can be in a restaurant, right? Following the proper protocols, you will see numbers spike. You will see numbers spike. And I think the US saying that only vaccinated people can come get a visa and can come to their borders, mm-hmm. I think that will have a big impact. Because you know, you know Lucians Boy. love to come up to Miami and New York from November to November to December, right? Full up a barrel. Oh, yeah. you know the vibe. Two free barrels. And barrel have to ship down duty-free concessions mm-hmm. that end in February, you know? So you know, you know people have that planned already. Now that just flew among Kieran's. Yeah, so I a kind of people messaging me, Oi, where where you can get vaccinated this week? Where you can get vaccinated? Oh, my brother, come along, my brother. Look, look the list. Look the <laughs> I'll list. show you, I'll show look you where list. to go. Hey, hey. Yeah. You can't even get your, your card laminated now. Look the list. Yeah, my I brother. saw I saw you saying that in the group, fellas. I get the card laminated. Look your vaccination card. My brother. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Me say, hey. you know, my vaccination card not even laminated. I go have to go and laminate mine. You know? hey, this week I said, Well, I but don't, don't laminate it yet if you have to get a booster. That's true. I have to get a booster. <laughs> well, we make, don't a, know, yeah? make a copy. Laminate the copy and then keep the original safe. I, keep it. <laughs> I like how you are you thinking, you know. Yeah, but um, I don't know, Missy. It, um, it seems it, it seems like boy, we stuck in a, a endless loop, fighting people on this vaccination stuff, mm-hmm. and the loop causing us to be dealing with this um COVID over and over again, and it just it I not seeing no end in sight. I I don't want to sound all doom and gloom, but like. Boy, when you really look at it, say, boy, you see some people doing the right thing, and others just, boy, it's like, they might just look at Like, fire burning I go do what I want, kind of thing. So, yeah, to not get down the whole vaccine thing too much, even more. Um, um, you, we were talking about Mia Motley earlier, and I had something I wanted, I saw this week that I um, wanted to bring up about another, you know, Bajan mm-hmm. female. So, remember back in August, um, Rihanna became a, a billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, let's go. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 I saw something about that, and well, you I share what, to, what you, I was to punch the person. Well, you'll check because I don't know. What yes, it but is, go right? ahead. So, uh-huh. um, so her net worth sits at one point seven billion, and I most really of that really comes from. Fenty, Fenty yeah, right? No music, five um, with no music. Yeah, thing. so she's the, she's the wealthiest female musician in the world. Without putting out any music, in God knows how long. <laughs> Big up yourself, Riri. And the second wealthiest female entertainer behind Oprah. Okay. Period. Okay. Behind Oprah. Um. So they asked how, you know, how has all of that been for her? Is that Santa? And oh, she, she said, don't come to my house asking for $20. Well, she said... You know, it's real weird getting congratulation texts from people about money. <laughs> Saying that that shit is crazy, yeah. right? Like, could you imagine, like... Yeah, you made it, you rich dog, like, congrats. Like, <laughs> no, but it's like, you go so long in your life or whatever, right? Like, my money, my business, right? Yeah. So, like, you imagine, like, me and you, let's say, we just saving school. 
and Adanios or somebody just start texting it. it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> like, first of all, how you do how much money I have? <laughs> yeah, boy. I see you hit that milestone, boy. It's going good. Yeah, man. I happy for you, boy. I see you like, come through. Are you through. reading my mail? <laughs> yeah, boy. And then you have to start doing in the history. Wow, boy. To think I so long ago we know. know each other, you yeah, know, and you where know we came from. Bad. Yeah. I know one of my... If one when of we were 11... Kids, <laughs> one of my friends would say, I remember when three of us were sharing one roti. <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, yeah, they have to remind you, you know? And <laughs> and the ham and cheese winning. The ham and cheese too. <laughs> you know, I remember you used to like three of it. But um, the other thing she said, um, she thinks about being a billionaire all the time and she said, I make it a point to think about it i get scared when the pedestal comes into play and people put you up there i want to feel my feet on the ground so it's like everybody trying and like you know make her this thing you know because she's a billionaire billionaire but she don't want to lose context of um you know like where she came from and what it's about like it's you know it's money at the end of the day right so what i saw Oh, just the yeah, other ahead, thing ahead. I wanted yeah. to add um, um, that they say you can't really blame her for that because it's also like she's a out of the world's billionaires. Women make up such a small percentage. Uh, even of those women who are billionaires, a fair amount of them are from like inheritances and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Like versus literally being, um, um, you know, like self-made. self-made. Yeah. Um, yeah so like most of them is c- is coming from generational wealth well, yeah. so um, yeah that was it so I don't know what else you um, saw what I saw and I, I can't remember who the person was they're probably insignificant in my opinion when they uh, I, in my mind now when I see people make these kind of comments and stuff like that they immediately become insignificant it was basically complaining about oh you know people like that that's an egregious amount of wealth and blah whatever 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 and it it <sighs> That's my thing, let me say. It wasn't an egregious amount of wealth when they stole it from Haiti, eh? But, okay. So, so, sorry, sorry, just, you know. But it's not that alone. Here's my thing, here's my thing. Every day, they have other people making millions and billions of dollars. Nobody have a problem with it, all right? Mm-hmm. This girl makes billions of dollars and you sit there and say it's an egregious amount of wealth. Why people have to have so much money, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, Warren whatever. Buffett, Bill Gates, I don't Louis care Vuitton, how much. Watch your own bank account. Stop watching people's bank accounts. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the person do, how hard the person work to get there. You can't want to knock somebody for what they achieve, dog. Like, why you can't just be like, yeah, boy, congrats, you work hard, you make it. Mm-hmm. And like, you're still grinding, you're still hustling, you're still trying to make it. You just have to try and always, it's, it's, they always have to get on a high horse. Uh, the capitalism, the consumerism, like, like, like dog. Look, well, and the other thing What are you is, working for? For nothing? The other thing is, I mean, I don't want to speak for everything Fenty or whatever, but like she has championed a major shift in the entire retail space just on the mere thing of her brand being about being inclusive, right? Okay. Having makeup shades for, you know, all tones, all, you know, people of color, right? Um, 
having like the different sizing, having models, men and women, you yeah. know, that represent what real people look like. And that has shaken up, you know, how so many other retailers have done things, right? And um um like how do you not give, you know, credit you know, to to something like that where there are people who are billionaires from pillaging and plundering, you know. There are people who make money solely of take, buying companies and selling it out in pieces. Mm-hmm. Corporate, Corporate readers, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all they do. Uh, here's my thing. Um, we, I don't know when this became a thing to guilt people for being successful mm. or down people for being wealthy. That should need to stop. If that person get wealthy off of slave trading and 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 doing illegal activities, I understand. But like somebody making music and start a clothing line and just trying to make money and that kind of thing, and and as you say, inclusive of all shapes and sizes and everything, and you want to guilt them for being successful, like I don't know when that that wave started, but. It need to stop. I mean, another thing is like there's that whole like tax the rich, you know, like movement and whatever. And I don't know if I think I shared that article with you this week about how Fifty Cent say he moved into Texas, Texas. Yeah, you know, because here trying to have X percent of his money go to the government. I have nothing wrong with the whole taxing thing. Sure, tax people and whatnot. Do your thing. I can't speak on the taxes thing. My issue. Like I say, is when people start to do this thing of wanting to bash people and try and guilt them and make them feel like they're the most horrible person for making all this money. Like when people are like, oh my God, Jeff Bezos have all this money. He can cure world hunger and do this and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And it's like, yeah, he can, but it is. He can choose to do whatever the fuck he wants to do with it. Like it's a, it's a community thing. It is. Mm. He make it. If you don't want him to have it, then stop buying from Amazon. Well, the same way, nobody telling you how to use your tax return. Uh, okay. Or, or, uh, why um, you would take your tax return and go or, and um, um, feed some children not to, Why are you not giving your 20% to the church? <laughs> right? Mean, like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, Let me tell you something. If I became a millionaire or billionaire, anytime somebody online would write something about me, about, oh, he has so much money, why he don't do this? I'm flying to the house just to curse them. Because I'll have enough money to do it. I'm coming to their house and I'm paying a mariachi band I, to sing fuck you outside the I house. I don't think you would do that. I think you would still be a Twitter troll or something like that. If no, you I, were a, a no, let's see, I probably fake my death and just disappear off the face of the I'm putting it out it there It was now. nice knowing you. We had a good run. Yeah. Make sure to leave me. No, you coming with me. I would fake our death. We, oh, we would I, die I in a mysterious... I was going to leave everything for me in the know, Plane crash and we'd just be rich somewhere else so yeah um oh <laughs> i mean you know i go by myself like it was what? nice knowing you danny yeah daddy faking his death too if i become like a billionaire like i select few people oh so we going to like charter your yeah to sink yeah disappear a select few of us we just disappear off the face of this because we all rich now i'm a billionaire like we all we all rich end of story i don't know, you know? about that I mean, I mean, I I hope we all reach because everybody else did their part. I hope yeah, no, no, oh, no. Everybody okay. else did their part. They say, uh, come on, we would all work together. Sorry, to y'all, y'all, and then we disappear. He can make all the money. You all kind of get context of who manages it in this bitch. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's,
that's a known fact. I you know that. I all I do is just give Anushka my paycheck. I don't question anything. You know? Makes my I life actually simpler. feel like I'm better with your money than I am with mine. Classic oh, woman. <laughs> right. Um I don't know. Oh, there's something else I saw and I don't know how I felt about it. Um let me give you an idea. Um CHTA says travel advisories don't present full picture. So that's the Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association, right? Mm. Yeah, because isn't like St. Lucia, Jamaica, a lot of countries were higher up in the whatever. No, what she is saying, the president, the director general, Vanessa, I can't pronounce her last name. Sorry, I don't butcher it. Um, She's saying while travel advisories have been placed on several of the Caribbean destinations, Mm. That they cannot attribute the increase of cases to people traveling to those countries, to the region. Okay. I see what she's saying. I see what she's saying, but I also want to know where she's getting what she's saying from. Because how you knowing who it's attributed to? It's it's just not like there's no there's no concrete deduction of, of any, right? Like, it could be communities. What she's saying is, these things could be from communities spread, like, the bus drivers, the market. I agree. You know, like, these kinds of things. So, they put in the travel advisories saying, oh, you know, this country is red or whatever right now. But the tourists could very well come in and stay in their bubble and not be affected by, like, what's happening in the country okay you explain it better now i still that's what she that's what she's saying so it's like yeah it may have a they may be ranking it as red or level four whatever but that's not necessarily due to to you you get it yeah i see what you're saying um i I I think they added antigua and barbuda guyana and a lot of caribbean countries were up like that but even no they added this week they added Antigua and Barbuda, Guyana, and there was another one they added. I was reading this week they added them to the the CDC added like like they raised the level and whatnot. Like it's, bruh. But the thing is, I I hear her, but I I and I also kind of get it because it's like the CDC want to say everything about all the other countries, but they're not say saying anything about, about their states and yeah. cities and that kind of I thing, agree. right? So it's like, okay, so if we are level four, whatever, what level you on, my G? Yeah, like, but, hold on, let me see. Um, makes sense to me. Su- <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised, eh, in all honesty. No, it's just that's how, the That's how always it how it always plays out. Yeah. They shit on everybody else while, while covering up what's going on in their own backyard. So here we are. I I don't know. We we in an odd spot. Um, an interesting thing I found out today though. Did y'all know? <laughs> um, Monstrat is requiring you to make a minimum of seventy thousand dollars to enter as a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> and the fellas, the fellas say want. our tourism yeah. not poor at all. We want no, that rich, rich. Now, I think. Oh, no, that's what. It, what, what it's going to change what? to then open changing, up okay. to everybody okay. that's vaccinated or whatever. Yeah, so they were doing that to try and you know 
keep tourists out and you know make it <laughs> keep the keep the brokies keep the brokies away. That's kind of genius, eh? Keep the brokies <laughs> away. <laughs> wow. Don't go to like that kind of genius, me say. They no, say can't if, knock it. if you under seventy, don't even bother come. We don't we yeah, don't want your yeah, kind here. Just, we need the just, rich rich. What, you're 69? <laughs> 69 <laughs> five. Ah, uh, come uh, on, my bro. Add that add that travel allowance. Add that travel allowance. <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> you better add that five hundred travel allowance. <laughs> yeah, it was um this week was Bermuda Guyana and Tigan Barbuda that was added to um the high risk category by the cdc yeah so apparently like now it's like nearly 90 destinations are now pl- now placed in the highest category that's including france greece and thailand i don't know i don't know what the rest of the year is going to hold um because i mean we're gonna come into like november and then like christmas or holiday season like that kind of thing and you're gonna have everybody dragging their ass around everywhere and and then january just going to be like 2021 all over again yeah (laughs) although i I hope it will be better because more people should be vaccinated like norway declared themselves free from the pandemic like the fellas just um Australia saying they're on track to reopen by Christmas. They're going to reopen yeah. their borders by so, Christmas. So some countries are, are living their best life. <laughs> yeah, boy. A lot of countries, like, you know, doing things. Um, Abu Dhabi, they drop COVID-19 test requirements for domestic entry. Yo, yep. a lot of people trying to open up and, you know, doing things. So I don't know. I still feel like just like on a personal level of like going out and doing things because it's like we used to go out and like do more things you know like go to little festivals go to you know like things on the weekends you know pre-pandemic and whatnot and we live in texas so these things go on but it's just like i have no desire to be around so many humans that i don't know right um for the sake of entertainment or yeah. or something different um so i i feel like from a and i see people like going to concerts and stuff like that and power to them but like i'm not there and i don't know like what it would take for me to be there they say i don't think i get in there anytime soon <sighs> and let me tell and you. i don't know what it would take you know what i mean like i feel like even if things were much better than they are you still have that hesitancy and and apprehension especially you know like knock on wood that we've gone this far and haven't had it you know haven't yeah. contracted it so it's like i don't know i go to be honest with you let me tell you what was the nail in the coffin for me yeah when I heard that certain people when you, don't use when, soap when they bathe. Oh. That was like the, the final nail in that I, I don't want to leave my house. And I thought you were going to say coughing. it's when you had contact with somebody. Not who, even that. That didn't even bother me. It's the fact that I know. Like, when I heard that, I was like, I understand why we're in a fucking pandemic. Mm. Like we had to, they had to put out an infomercial to tell how to wash your hands. Well, so like even on that topic, you know, like recently I w- I had to go to this like networking thing for the thing that I mentor in, and it's like 
people shaking hands and it's like you don't want to be like rude but like just the fact that somebody touched you i'm just like uh, i don't know if you hand sanitize I don't know if you like i couldn't like i, I just know where you've been, like, i had just kind of like treated my i had just you know like closed my hand and almost like treated it like it was infected kind of thing you know like and uh, so get, me, like, get me to a sanitization <laughs> station <laughs> immediately. Start. You know what I mean? And uh, I just, I get that's how we used to do things. And I get y'all like that's, but. Uh, you should know your husband did not do things like that. I, I'm not about. That. That's how some people used to do things. Yeah. But um, I. No, I but saw it that was a, um, article yeah. with like a guy saying he don't want any mask in his establishment. Uh, that's what I was about Texas, to talk. That's the yeah, last thing I was about to bring it. up. Yeah. So um, some people are even not even going to the back to the way things were. They go in like the opposite direction. Like hold I don't want you yeah. to be clean. Hold on. Like, Before we talk about that, <laughs> eh, um, I am going to say I know there's some people who probably listen and say, "Oh, you're living your life in fear and da, 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 whatever, whatever." I'm not living my life in fear. Okay, um, I'm living a very cautionary, a very cautious in my life, and. It's a caution I always took, to be honest. I never liked people in my airspace. So when they said, oh, social distance, six feet apart, I was like, bro, I've been wanting people to stand six feet away from me. I don't like people <laughs> in my airspace. There's nothing against nobody. And then he's laughing because he knows that about women. Yeah, right? I like, don't like people in my airspace. I don't know where you've I, been. I don't know what you do. You don't know Vernon what I doesn't have even like me in his airspace. I think Vernon, I Vernon won the award 10 years in a row for Mr. Unapproachable. Like, since... The, <laughs> since secondary Forever. school, <laughs> no, it's true. I, I, and I like, don't. Girls have literally came to me. I didn't come to talk to you because you're with your friend Vernon, and I don't know. He just, he just don't look like you're approachable. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, young Anushka years ago was like, I like that one. <laughs> I'm probably jokes on y'all. I'm very approachable. It's just I don't get close to people. I don't get in people's personal space like that. I like people in my personal space. It's, Which is it's fair. Like, yeah, it's, it's a thing about me. So when they were like, oh, social distance, I'm like, bruh, I've been wanting that. When I go to the supermarket and people all up on me, it bothers me. Like, why are you so close to me? You don't know if I have the flu or something. Now I sneeze. Chicken gun, yeah. You don't know what I have. Wash your hands. Bruh, I've been washing my hands. Like, that, that's, that's something they teach you when, you in, when you're a little child. Your mother teaches you how to wash your hands properly. So when I hear that we have to be telling grown people to do these things to avoid the spread of something, it's like, bro, it's like, are we in a twilight zone or something? Like, have we regressed? We have to be telling people these things, but I don't like. I just you talk about like living in fear and whatever. I mean, I wouldn't call it that. It's just like a re not calibration, but a re. Y'all know what I'm talking about, like shuffling realignment realignment yeah. of like what's worth it you because like i mean there was stuff this weekend you know like live music and stuff like that where i probably could have gone and probably could have distanced but just like the fact of even going and seeing what it was like or even seeing if it was too many people i was just like eh, i don't know no i get you I 100% get you. And for me, it's like, it's like, 
you can go and do it and probably not get sick and enjoy it but there's that chance that you will get sick mm-hmm. and you don't know and how it'll be when you get sick because that's you know the, the thing nobody thing, can predict you it. can get sick not from covid because the other thing some doctors have been saying is for all of us that have been working from home because we're not around people like that when you get around people, people you exactly. picking up like like the bacteria and stuff that you pick up will you know quicker catch the flu quicker yeah flus colds infections these kinds of things but yeah um the last thing and the danny brought it up because i saw it and i shared it in the group because that that was wild there's a restaurant in texas where they are turning away people who wear masks yes you heard me right they are turning away people who are wearing masks. Not the other way around when they turn you around if you're not wearing a mask. If you're wearing a mask, they tell you, get out. My mind is blown. This is the world we live in now. Eh? And Danny said it right. The man is going the complete opposite direction. Eh? <laughs> I, I don't it's, know. It's Guys, wild. <laughs> what you'll have to say for that because i saw it i shared it with you all because i didn't know what to say that that shit made no sense to me it reminded me of the um it reminded me of that couple um a couple years back i'm not sure if it was in texas or somewhere else but they had denied making a wedding cake for gay people yes i know exactly what you're talking about no it wasn't it was in portland it was, oh, it was in Portland. Oh, yes. Well, then people That's should have known better in Portland. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm surprised they didn't burn that business down. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know Portland crazy. Um, That's why I say that. Uh, but like, I, I understand you don't want to do it, right? There's no mandate for you to do it. You don't want to do it. But to turn business away because you're so offended by people coming to your establishment yeah. with masks on. And it's not even like they were just wearing masks, just so you know. They were wearing masks because their child is immunocompromised. Yeah. They didn't have the child, then the child's at home. But in case they can't, they don't want to catch something and then bring it home to their child. Exactly. So they're wearing a mask when they wear Yeah. Them. So, like, and you turn the people on. have like a very valid reason to not wear a mask. Right. And you next you go say, well, if you're vaccinated, you can't come into this restaurant unvaccinated only. Like, <laughs> like you know, like. Like, I cannot imagine in what world, right? How, (laughs) like, how retarded, how ignorant I would have to be to tell people, like, hey, I'm not taking pictures of anybody that pro-mask or pro-vaccine. What? Like, I will take your money. In fact, I might charge you more, but I'll take your money. (laughs) Yo, that's crazy. That, I, I I'm beggars belief, bro. Beggars belief. No, no. What what killed me was when people on the internet went down the rabbit hole to read the reviews about the place. So here's one of the reviews. My wife was told by the owner that she wasn't allowed to wear a mask in his establishment. After explaining that she was type one diabetic and she was promo- she was protecting herself, he said that if she's so sick, she shouldn't be out in public. Next review, you're not allowed to wear a mask. Even if you have a loved one at home with a life-threatening disease you are trying to look out for. 
not allowed. Politics aside, if the patron is not bothering anyone else but trying to protect their loved one and is asked to leave because of this, they don't deserve the business anyway. This, let me let me give you the craziest one, eh? I, I crazy craziest one. Let me see if I can find it, cause damn, mofo's crazy. Um, a man say I would have given this place three, maybe out of four star rating. However, due to the racist bartender that was using that that was working that afternoon, I simply cannot. The bartender seemed a bit out odd, but was nice enough until he asked if we'd like to hear a joke. No, I will not repeat the joke using the N-word. Also, they put tampons in people's drinks as jokes. So that's what's going on in the world, eh? Wow. Yeah, that's 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 where we at in the world now. That's wild. I tell you, I convinced we in an episode of the Twilight Zone. Like there's some opposite, upside down kind of t- not making sense. Nothing adding up. <sighs> Guys, you don't have anything to say in closing because I I just re rereading that article again like my mind i'm like bro like what what we going to do i don't know but i'm going to say i'm gonna say um for the month of august for amy for the month of october we'll try and not talk about the vaccine or covid at all how you feel about that i I think we need to because I don't want to tire the listeners, but I also I I don't want to tire us out um, and burn us out. Well, I want us to I'm talk going about to be some honest, fun. I'm going to be honest. For the next week, I'm not reading the news. I'm telling you all that right now. So I think next episode, don't come here looking to hear anything about news. We always have a topic. We go talk. We go laugh. I'm not reading the news. Like every time we read the news. It's madness. It's like utter chaos. Reading the news, I feel like the world is on fire outside. <laughs> so, y'all heard it here first, guys. Um, no news next week. <laughs> it's been another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Podcast. Wow.